I remember we would train, our training would would last for three to four hours, but I would stay longer. I would train for about six hours just to make sure that I get it right. That when I compete, I am prepared. Because I don't want to go to a competition saying, oh, sana ginawa ko to eh. Sana galito pinractice ko. I don't want that. Uh, I want, when I go to a competition, at least alam ko na I did my best. And maybe it's not really my time to win. And no regrets. Maybe I, I will learn. You always learn. With every competition, you always learn. And one good thing that if you see something, you try to improve yourself. You know, go out there. Don't be scared. Mabuhay everybody! What does it take to be part of the Olympics? What odds do Filipino athletes need to overcome? How can you become a sports hero? The OSLP Podcast introduces a different Filipino Olympian each episode who will share their thoughts and experiences on their journey on sports and on life. Please follow our podcast and you can learn more about us on philippineolympians.org. Today we'll be featuring... Ariane Sardegna, who won the Philippines' first gold medal during the 1988 Seoul Olympics in bowling. Actually, I started bowling uh, just like you at, uh, when I was nine. But at uh, that time, I was playing duck pin with my family, with my father, because my father was really into bowling. So after that, after a few years, I don't know if you still... People still remember Miss Lita De La Rosa. She was the first World Cup champion from the Philippines. And she was my teammate. And that time she was playing 10 pins and duck pin at the same time. So it was it was so amazing. She was so amazing that she was able to win uh, medals for our country in duck pin and also on 10 pin. But and she was my teammate. Um, so when she won the World Cup, I do remember vividly that uh, she told me, Ariane, why don't you shift to 10 pins since there's more international exposure in 10 pins than in duck pins? So I said, yeah, I think I like it. And at that time too, uh, Paeng Nepomuceno won the World Cup. So kumbaga, bowling was a, a big hit that time. And I would always imagine myself standing in the podium and receiving a medal at a very young age. And I always dreamt to be like one of them, to bring honor for the country, you know? So that's, that's where it started. We fight, no? The team, we, we fight. But as, but as soon as the game starts, it's a different ball game. We, are, we work as one. I do remember before that uh, we would be in the at the Philippine PSC uh, at seven o'clock. We would do, we would train, we would go to the gym, run in the oval, and after that, go to the bowling center at the back. That time there was still a bowling center at PSC. And uh, we would train there for hours. Uh, it, was, it was a blessing actually when uh, PSC decided to put up a bowling center because uh, we were able to get more enthusiastic to, to play the sport because it's kind of expensive. So we were able to 
what what should should I say now? Encourage more, especially the youth. I remember before I used to coach Don Bosco, Bakati. We we were given a certain schools to coach, and they they all competed with each other. They would always try to ask me what what made me how what I did at, uh, to the sport, and I was always tell them that you know, indeed to be good, it takes a lot of your effort. It's a lot of work. Uh, it's it's there were there's a saying uh, I heard this from Bong Bongku, and this is what she said. You know. Champions are not made, they are born, okay? But I disagree with her. They are born and made. Sometimes you have the talent, but if you don't have the, the eagerness to train hard, then it's not gonna be fruitful. I might not have the talent, but I sure did train very, very hard. I remember we would, Train our training would would last for three to four hours, but I would stay longer. I would train for about six hours just to make sure that I get it right. That when I compete, I am prepared. Because I don't want to go to a competition saying, Oh, sana ginawa ko to eh. sana galito ko. I don't want that. Uh, I want when I go to a competition, at least alam ko na I did my best, and maybe it's not really my time to win. And no regrets. Maybe I I will learn. You always learn with every competition. You always learn. And one good thing that if you see something, you try to improve yourself. You know, go out there. Don't be scared. Bowling is it's not a physical game. It's more of of a mental game. You're competing with yourself. The pins doesn't move. It's you. So although there are different kinds of lane condition, but more, it's more still more on you. How will you tackle the, the pressure? You remember when you bowl, there's a lot of audiences at the back. They will be cheering for you or against you. So it's, it's a, lot, a combination of everything. You have to learn how to, to block out everything, the noise, the people, we were on a bus going for the competition. And this is what he told me during our ride. He said, Aryan, I have taught you everything. Okay? Lahat na ituro ko na sayo. Sabi niya ganun. Now, during the game, it's all up to you. Actually, in any sport, it's a combination of both the coach and the player. It's the teamwork of both. Like any other sport, it's confidence. Pagtitiwala uh, mo sa coach and your coach knowing what, what you're capable of. Of course, kahit na nagtitiwala ka sa coach mo, kung, kung di naman alam na coach mo kung paano ka talaga, how you perform, how you react, you know, it's not gonna work. How I was able to block the game, maybe it's because I wasn't thinking. It was my coach thinking for me. And me just playing the game. I will not take the whole credit for my winning. It's a partnership between me and my coach. It all starts in the grassroots. Now you have to have uh, 
of course, like what I said, like kanina, hindi naman ako magaling kaagad eh. You know? And it's more of a physical and mental uh, training din kasi sa mga bata. Kanya-kanyang temperaments yan. And they need to, the, as a coach, they need to know to kumbaga kung how to talk to them, what is their weaknesses, what are their likes, and what are their dislikes. And you should be also be straightforward to them na this is, this is what I see and this is what you need to do. Walang sugar coating. Sabihin yun lahat. Even when you're down, you have to learn to get up and fight. That's what the sport is all about, to fight. To have the will to fight and never give up. As a coach and as a player, never give up. Until the last, never give up. On my last tournament, I, uh, I, I told myself, uh, I need to retire. You know? Because if I don't retire, I'll never leave the sport. God, I just pray, God, just give me a good exit and I will retire. And I pray for a good exit. And fortunately for me, in 2001, in the Southeast Asian Games, uh, I, ito ha, singles event. I came in fifth sa Philippine team and Lisa Del Rosario came in sixth sa Philippine team sa singles event. So the next event was double. So ang nangyari, kaming dalawa ni Lisa Del Rosario was paired together because we were both five and six. You know, talaga God, God's graces, ano? Lisa and I won the gold in the Southeast Asian Games in 2001. When I won the gold, I said, this is it. And you know what, Akiko? It was my father. My father was always my first coach. And my father passed away in 99. I remember that. When he passed away, I won the gold in Southeast Asian Games and it was done in Brunei. Uh, then after that, it was in Malaysia, South uh, A2001. I felt that, uh, like what I've said before, yung rapport between the coach and the player, the, wala na eh. Kumbaga, my dad would stay with me for six hours to, and train me with no hesitation. But of course, I cannot expect that from other coaches. Eh, kumbaga, sabi kong ganun, then it's time to retire after this because wala na akong makita pang, you know, coach na who would really be there for me. And, ayun, kaya humingi lang ako ng senyale sa Panginoon na bigyan mo lang ako ng magandang exit mag-retire na ako. Let me say one thing, you know, magagaling ang mga Filipinos eh. You know, we might not have the height, but we have the grace and the mind to excel in the sport. I just watched some stuff in YouTube. Tapos makikita mo yung mga Filipinos sa ibang sports, how they, how they move. We always do stuff with grace and with pride. You know? So, one thing, kaya yung masasabi ko sa Pilipino, mabuhay ang Pilipino, uh, never lose hope. You know, uh, it's so nice to be acknowledged that uh, my fellow athletes paved the way for the new generation. Uh, 
And I'm also grateful for this to be invited today so I can hear what's, so I still get in touch with the people in the Philippines and to know what's happening in the sports per se. Uh, and uh, I am very, very grateful na hindi nyo pa rin ako nakakalimutan, you know, to be invited and to say some, yung mga things that I have uh, uh, experienced during my career, during when I was in bowling, my ups and downs, my frustrations, my high points, my low points. Thank you so much for, for this invite and I hope I get invited again. That's it for this week's episode of the OSLP podcast. Don't forget to join us next week to listen to another Filipino Olympian. This is brought to you by the Philippine Olympian Association and Adrenaline Solutions. Please check out our websites at philippineolympians.org and adrenaline.solutions. Thank you for listening.